Hello, everybody. My name is Stevens. And I'm Javerlyn. And you're listening to Like Father, Like Daughter Podcast. Podcast. Enjoy! All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Like this Father, is... Like Daughter Podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh... Welcome to Like Father, Like Daughter podcast. We are very excited today. Very, very excited. Why are we excited? Because our techno- our new tech got here for the podcast. Yay. Thanks to our sponsor, Angie, my sister. Uh, we got the microphones. Hopefully, they sound better. Um, we might need a little something extra um, to make it sound just a tad bit better in my mind or in my ears. But uh, we will, you know, get to that later, I guess, mm-hmm. when we're able to. Um, in the spirit of thanking people, uh, we want to give a very, very special shout out to Shanine Alessia from Reaching While Teaching Podcast. Thank you so much for your uh, one-time donation to our podcast, for, uh, uh, you know, supporting us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, if you guys don't know, she, uh, she's the host of the podcast called reaching while teaching podcast. Uh, she is a brand new author and she just released a book. So for educators, so go check her out. Okay. Who else we want to thank? We want to thank our friend, Ashley, Ashley from church. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for also sponsoring the podcast. Um, you know, uh, there are many ways to sponsor the podcast. Uh, you can do one-time donations. You can do monthly subscriptions to our podcast. All that information is on our website at likefatherlikedaughterpodcast.com. Yes. Um, so we are very excited. Uh, a lot of things. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. The baby's coming soon. Baby's coming soon. Oh, my God. Like, what? Three weeks, maybe? We're giving updates every week, but because we care. Yeah, I think, like, in three weeks, we'll we'll meet her. Near mom's birthday. Yeah, I'm really excited to meet her. Um, You can... Oh, man. I'm just... I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I'm very excited. I can't wait. Anyways. um, (laughs) All right. So, uh, we are here... um, I mean, we said we weren't going to talk about this anymore, but it's just everywhere. And, you know, it's a, it's kind of some, some good things are happening out there um, with what's recently happened, right, uh, with um, George Floyd. So, uh, as everyone knows, the um, police officers in question were uh, arrested and charged and... Um, you know, that's to me is a, a step in the right direction. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, what else do we have? Um, oh, you, uh, started your calculus project thing, right? Yes, I did. How's that? It's good. It's fun, but hard. Yes, it is. It is. I, I love it. I love it. He loves math, so he loves helping me with the assignments. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, speaking of, we have to finish some assignments today. All right, we'll do it. What do you mean, we? 
I'll sit there. Okay, I have to finish some assignments today. You have to finish some assignments. Um, Yeah, I love sitting down with you and uh, going through it. And I secretly want to like push you out of the way and do all the problems myself. What? I do. So (laughs) rude and abusive. But but, you know, you know, that's for you because you're you're learning that stuff. Um, For me, it's a refresher. Um, You know, if you showed me a problem and said you know you know find what what solve or in simplest form for this polynomial or you know whatever math phrase they use i i probably wouldn't just remember it i'd have to like look at it and i'd probably try it a couple times wait what if what if i told you a problem would you be able to just solve it yeah potentially maybe depending on what it is I mean, that's the other thing, right? Mm-hmm. I do them in my head. Yeah. So that's why if, that's why I'm asking. If I told you a problem right now, would you be able to solve it? Maybe. Go. You want to okay. try me now? Sure. I'll, a random problem. All right. Okay. Two times three squared plus four. Two times three squared plus four. The three squared plus four is in parentheses. All right. Uh, so that's three, wait, was it two times three X squared plus four? Mm-hmm. All right. That's, uh, three X squared plus eight. Wait, what? Three X squared plus eight, right? You got to combine like terms. And so the three X squared is by itself. You can only multiply the two times the four mm-hmm. and that's eight. So it's three X squared plus eight. How are you going to give me a problem and not know the answer? No, but (laughs) see, I don't know. It's I mean, that's what you wanted me to do. Yes, but I might. I'm still learning, but it sounded wrong because from from what I've been learning, you have to multiply it. You do. Yeah. Yeah. But you you multiply like terms, right? Let me look up the answer. Or is it? Oh, did I not do the three times two? No, you did not. So it's six x squared plus eight. Exactly, right. that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Wrong. Right. See, eight. in 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 the in the process of me doing these math problems so quickly, I make a lot of mistakes. Um, but a lot of the times too, um, I've already got the answer or a good idea of what the answer is going to be. Um, yeah, I just love math. I don't know, love it, love it, love it. Mhm. What else? Fortnite got delayed another week. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's so aggravating. They're, they're kind of stressing me out now. And it's not just that. I feel like they're delaying to make it better, but also they're delaying and coming up with random reasons why. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they're, they're saying they're this. the first delay was because they wanted to make it better, blah, 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 blah. The you second know, they're one working was Corona. On the no, the first one was Corona. first the one was one. Corona. Right? Yeah, the first one was one. Corona. Second one was, they were, oh, they're working to make it better for whatever launch. Yeah. And this third one, um, I forgot what it, what they said it was for, but it's another delay. No, I but know. they it, said it was for something else. but It I, was for po- for the uh, police brutality. Oh, okay. So it's like, uh, you know, standing up for, poli- standing up against police brutality, which is cool. Um, but honestly, though, uh, I mean, I, I think maybe they... They just, they're not ready. Yeah. Maybe they're not ready. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah. But so they delayed it, what, another week, right? Mm hmm. But let's not be rude to Epic Games. No, no, they're awesome. They're awesome. Yeah, they're great. Um, Your content just, is great, Epic Games. I was just hoping, was hoping to play some Fortnite today. Not that we won't. We probably will play a little bit. But, but I was hoping to play all day. <laughs> I mean, this stretch for the launch is good and bad bad because we really want the launch to happen like fast and we want the new season good because we get to level up more and get our characters fully gold yeah i don't really care about that but i just want meow skulls gold yeah well um so yeah so fortnite delayed a little bit so uh gives you an opportunity if you have not uh jumped on the game yet play fortnite play some fortnite <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, have some fun and waste your time. No. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so that's, there's that. And what else? Is there anything else? Um, I think that's it, right? That's it yep. for updates. All right. So, um, anything else you wanted to add before we go on break? Um... No, no, not really. Unless, hold on. Can you think of anything? Let me let me think of something real quick. Hold on, give me give me one second. Uh... <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. Um, so we do have uh, some special guests uh, later on after the break uh, that we will be talking to, and um, we will, uh, you know, they're authors of a brand new book. I won't give anything away. I'll I'll let them talk about it. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see them coming up and, uh, oh yeah, we are, we're thinking about, uh, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll put that up in a day or two or a day or two after this, uh, podcast launches. Maybe, I don't know. Um, just because of certain copyrights, I might not be able to, um, so I wrote a song with my sister a few years back in 2010 maybe 2010 and uh and i recorded i recorded the song uh came out great uh javerlyn happened to be there yeah and so <laughs> she loved the song too and she got involved she was three at the time and so i sang pretty good for three years old yeah she did um, the song is called uh, Can't Live Without You, and it's actually, if you guys want to listen to it, it's on my personal or YouTube page or my music page, which I haven't used in forever. But on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. It's Alphabet 718. That's A-L-F-A-B-E-T 718. And if you go there, you can find the song. We did a, a video for it as well. And don't worry, he's not spelling the word alphabet wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's my uh, that's my rap name or rapper name or whatever you want to call it, artist name. Um, and the way that I got that name uh, was in the military. Um, I know my, why. My name was so long, they, they because it was my father's last name and my mother's maiden uh, name, so it was Ateortua Jimenez. That's A-T-E-H-O-R-T-U-A-J-I-M-E-N-E-Z. And so they put both names together, 16 letters, 
from A to Z and on my on my name tape on my uniform you know people saw it from A to Z so many letters and they just started calling me alphabet so it stuck and you know having that artist mentality um, I decided to not not keep it as the PH and I just changed it to an F and that's that's it I've been alphabet forever <laughs> it feels like um, since I was 17 Wow. So, anyways, uh, so yeah, so go go check that song out. Um, like I said, I might not be able to you know release it on on the podcast or anything because of copyright. Because we did use a song um, that was done by Alicia Keys, and uh, you know obviously we don't have permissions for that. So uh, yeah, but it's on YouTube. So you know check, you it, check out. it out there. Yeah, uh, but. That being said, we're thinking about writing a new song together, especially now that we got the microphones, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh... Oh, that was the new tech. We never told you guys. Yeah. The microphones were the new tech. Thanks again to my sister, Angie. Mm-hmm. We love you so, so much. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways, she knows I love her. Yes. Um, or, or at least I pretend really well. I don't oh. know. <laughs> She's going to be listening to this podcast episode. It's all right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, let's take a break. And when we come back... We will be we here. We will we'll be here with our special guests. And... Uh, what? You never let me do an I'm outro. Sorry. Jesus. Right. You, do it. you do it. You do the outro. No. It's already finished. Well, now we have to do one again because we've been talking for a little bit. All right. We'll be back after a break with some special guests. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back from the break. Yes, welcome back. And uh, we have our special guests with us now, Dexter and Delisha Easley. Welcome, guys. Well, good. Thank you for having us. All right. So uh, I'm going to read the introduction real quick. Just uh, okay. so people uh, can kind of get to know you guys a little bit better. Um, Dexter and Delisha Easley are a dynamic father-daughter ministry team. These two have answered the call to lead and shepherd God's people from coast to coast and around the world. Delisha Easley is a licensed evangelist missionary. And Dr. Dexter Easley is a senior pastor of a growing ministry in South Carolina. The two are both authors of numerous books but their latest book is the foundation of their ministry. God is using them in a time where fatherless homes are a commonplace and and the independent woman is strongly encouraged to not want or need a man. The Easleys are living examples that even broken homes don't have to mean broken relationships. From a rocky relationship in her teen years to not speaking for three years in adulthood with her father, Delisha knew she couldn't go on in purpose without mending this relationship. The return call is what led to another five years of establishing a true father-daughter relationship. The two now travel the world, not only sharing their testimony, but helping other families mend the broken heart and establish legacy. All right, guys. So um, there's, a, there's a lot to read <laughs> in between the lines there. Um, tell us a little bit about yourselves and... Uh, you know, what brought you guys together to come up with this book? 
Yeah, so um, this is Delisha. I'll go first. Um, what kind of brought us together was basically we both um, were, you know, still talking, but it was very casual and like overlooking um, the issues that we had um, for years. And then when we um, we initially reconnected because we realized that our relationship wasn't where it needed to be because my um, parents had ended up getting a divorce at the time. And so we were able to see that we really hadn't healed that relationship. And um, we came together basically just having like a coming to Jesus moment um, <laughs> individually and then together. Um, and then that's when we said, let's, let's mend this and went through the proper steps of not just praying, but also going to counseling um, and basically therapy together. Okay. Doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you kind of covered most of that, but uh, yes, that was kind of uh, that birthing of the book. Uh, first of all, it was it was difficult because uh, uh, during the time I knew God was dealing with me about getting my heart. Uh, right with him and just kind of focusing in on the things of God. And I knew that I needed to mend this relationship that we had. So I knew that we needed to do something. And I just couldn't couldn't pass that that level of, okay, you know, we're talking, we're having little surface conversations, but they're not depth conversations, they're not deep conversations. So I knew that it was important that we uh, cross that, that line and be able to go deeper. And so I had to push past being rejected i had to push past feeling like you know hey uh she's not going to receive from me whatever and push past that and then allow that conversation to be built and it would i have to always give her credit because it was her initial thing say hey dad let's kind of sit down and, uh, and and go through counseling and of course you know as men hear that word counseling is like wait a minute now you know i don't talk that much as it is now i'm going to have all of this stuff talking about my hurt my pain and stuff like that and what I went through. But it was a blessing uh, when we did that. I flew out to L.A. and we sat out and kind of dealt with those things. And, and it just, you saw the healing process that went through, uh, that we both went through. And that's how my story began to talk about my past because my father and mother were divorced when I was 12, the things that I went through as a child coming up. And in the book, it kind of covers that and kind of deals with that uh, as well as I began to navigate these letters to her and, and just kind of tell her, hey, this is this is my life. This is how I respond, and this is the reason why I respond this way. And uh, she was responding back to me, and so it really brought us closer and closer together because it was just a a time of healing for both of us. Yeah, and I know, like at, at least for my daughter and I, we we've uh, so far we've had a good relationship. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> we try uh, so doing <laughs> yeah doing the doing this podcast has actually helped our relationship because we're now taking the time, you know, 30 minutes to an hour a week to actually just sit down and chat it up a little bit. And the only thing different we're doing from other fathers and daughters is that we're just documenting it on a podcast. Um, wow. so, so that's helping us. And, you know, I was fortunate to, you know, still my parents are still together, thank God. And, you right. know, I, so I had that example, but... Talk to us a little bit about how, you know, from both perspectives, from, you know, from the parent and from the child, like, what are some of the things that, that maybe 
make it difficult for us to cross that line and reach out and start to mend? Um, I will, I, I'll go for it. <laughs> cool, cool. I, my dad usually always goes first, so I'm trying to give him a break, and I'll go first. Even <laughs> thank though, you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> even though I'm up at 8 o'clock on a Saturday, but hey, man. Um, yes. so, <laughs> and it's 11 o'clock here, so. Right. <laughs> Y'all are midday. So for me, it was like overcoming certain things. Um, you have to get over like resentment, anger, and fear. For me, it was mainly like fear and and I don't really, for me, it was more like fear of how he would react to me, you know, like how anyone would react if you're telling them about themselves, right? So you're, it's not going to be the, the nicest conversation per se. And so you're kind of fearful of what, how they will respond. And then sometimes, especially as a, as a woman, you, and you've been around men leading and you're like okay i have to become um be strong and be bold about what i'm saying and so it was like a different type of um fear but one scripture that stood out to me is that um, perfect love casts out all fear and so it was not believing it was believing that we can um heal from it and overcoming the fear of what would happen if we start that initial process um so for me, it was the main things that I've seen um, through research and everything is that resentment, anger, and fear are usually the the um, the beginning of like trying to that are holding you back from establishing that relationship. And then knowing how to even in the book in the forward um, section one of the book, we I, I write about how you can deal with each of those, like how to manage that and how to um, deal with your anger and how to overcome your fear. Yeah, and I think you also quote Zig Ziglar, right? That yeah. fear has two meanings. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Okay, you kind of broke up again a little bit. I only heard Zig Ziglar oh. and then... <laughs> so I said, sorry, I said, tell us about that, the two meanings of fear. Oh, yeah, like, um, I think the quote goes... Uh, it's like an acronym and it says forget everything and run and or face everything and rise um and that's just powerful in itself right so absolutely we 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 choose one thing uh one or the other when anything comes up and i chose to face everything and rise so because before you can heal you have to admit what was wrong and what was done in the past and then rise above it so it was an individual thing for me that i had to like okay face what i did to cause uh you know a split or or a burden in our relationship and then rise above it and say hey can we have a serious conversation and i want to first you know apologize and then my dad did the same thing by apologizing as well and then asking for forgiveness. So it's like a whole, you know, for each person, it's a different process. But for me, it was the fear aspect. Yeah. And you, Dr. Easley? Well, I, I like I said earlier, I, I the challenge that I had really was, because uh, I knew I love her, she knew she loved me, and we had a great relationship. 
uh, a really great relationship, uh, um, and I used to really be in her life a lot. And so at that time when this began to happen, I was just uh, afraid, if you would. Uh, I'd heard Delisha talk about the fear. I just was a fearful that I didn't want her to reject me and put me off. So I kept the conversation very, very, uh, uh, you know, uh, surface i wouldn't deal with that so i would say the number one thing that i had to confront and deal with was being rejected by my daughter not being able to be in her life i didn't want her to say you know i don't want you in my life or anything like that it's just all of these things that i had within me wrestling with and then and then uh as i began to deal with me as a pastor as a counselor as a as a leader in my community I knew it was necessary and important that I deal with this. And every time I would pray, and, and I knew in my heart, but I kept it to myself. I didn't share it with anybody. I just kind of kept it within my heart that I just didn't want her to reject me. I didn't want to call, and she, you know, would go into this, this phase, so I, I, I fought it. Well, as the love of God, the Bible says the love of God, the Holy Spirit in your heart, as the love of God began to convict me that I need to get this right and I need to share with her the things that are that that I need to confront. And the first thing that I did was actually begin to uh, repent, begin to ask for forgiveness. And then I began to take that initial step in order to sit out her as well and been able to push past that that window. Now, I would include that uh, as she was just dealing with it and confronting those things that you're dealing with um, by by the Spirit of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to really kind of lead you to that process, but also through, through the counseling as well, because even during the counseling process, I was still confronting some things and dealing with some things in my heart toward the whole uh, the whole incident, the divorce, the things that went on that was uh, not positive, and I really felt that it need I needed to deal with that, even the stuff from my childhood. So. And dealing with that, so I would encourage anyone to take those initial steps to repent, to re renew their thinking, and allow the Holy Spirit, allow the love of God to be shed abroad in their heart, and then that that'll be the healing process that I took, and I believe that anyone can receive that from God and, and allow the God to begin to move in their lives. So that's the kind of steps that I begin to take that help me to push past the wall, to break down the wall, and we can have that communication that we need to have and restore our relationship. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I think in any yeah. situation, regardless, you know, father, daughter, uh, brother, sister, right. husband, wife, the first step in anything, uh, I mean, even overcoming something like depression, the first step is, you right. know, kind of bending that knee and praying about it and asking for the strength and asking for, you know, the the wisdom and the understanding to be able to kind of get through that uh, and to start the restoration process. Um, that's, right. that's awesome. Um, I know I heard a lady one time, uh, she was referencing her marriage, but again, this applies to everything. You know, she was talking about how she expected so much of her husband, right? And mm -hmm. so I think we fall into that sometimes where we expect so much of mm -hmm. people that when they don't meet those expectations, we feel like so disappointed, so let down, and that can ruin the relationship. And she, she mentioned that it wasn't until she prayed about it and started, like, she wanted him to love her, but she had that expectation and he wasn't meeting that. So her right. marriage was pretty much dead in her eyes, but when she started praying about it, 
and saying, God, I expect you to love me through him. I expect you to treat me right through him. I expect all these things of you through him. And so I think sometimes that's what we need to do is put it all in God's hands and, you know, kind of kind of put him on the hook for it. Right. In a sense, get a little bit bold, you know, and say, hey, God, you know, if you're going to if you're going to help me restore. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if you're going to, you know, help me out here, I want you to love me. I want you to not reject me through my daughter, you know, stuff like that. And I think that's very important. But we, you know, we lose sight of that real quick because we're only human. Exactly. Um, I have a question for you guys. How do you guys continue to have a good father-daughter relationship living far away from each other? Like, what do you guys do to continue to have that good relationship? Um, Uh, We talk often. uh, We FaceTime. um, And we both have flown back and forth. Um, I go back... (laughs) I'm going there yeah. for Father's Day. A couple of weeks. For, yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, we have our virtual release party, so we'll be in the same place. Um, and then basically just just communication. One of the things that we um, talked about and learned more about, like, what works for us um, right. and how to communicate was identifying our love languages and then um, sharing that with each other and how that works best for us. So the check-ins increased, like, calling and and um, just reaching out or, you know, be, sending words of encouragement to my dad, like, watching, staying up to date. I talked to his assistants. Like, I know everything that's going on in his life probably a little bit more than he does, but it's just... Um, more, more than I do. She knows my calendar. Right. It's just that, you know, making that effort to communicate and do things because um, one of the things I think I I mentioned it in the book, I'm pretty sure um, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't know. But it's like it's in the forward section, too, I think, about the importance of quality time. And so those are those are things that mean a lot to me. And so my dad and I make sure whenever we're together that we make quality time together and have whatever that looks like. And that could be from fishing to playing golf. These are just activities that I know that he likes that I also like. So we can do together and then um, have that communication because quality time is really important. That's um, that's so awesome. I, you know, yeah. you, you referenced the five love languages. I've read that book like three times and I, and mm-hmm. I keep reading um, it over and over again. Because it it helps me not just with my wife, but it helps me with my daughter. It helps me with my friends, yeah. with my family. It's it's kind of changed the way I look at people now. Exactly, and it makes you. Exactly. I think for for me, um, it you know it makes you um, be more attentive to the people that you that are that you have key relationships yes. with, and then understanding. Um, what they need, yes. you know, it's like being a good listener. It's not you're listening. You're not listening yeah. to reply. You're listening to understand. And so it's the same way that yeah. you're trying to. Okay, I need to figure out what works for you. If it's if it's gifts, I need to yeah. buy some. 
you know, yeah. and that's you, and that's but, you know and that's so important because in today today's society and culture we've been kind of conditioned to be self-absorbed you know and yeah just think about correct. ourselves that's and correct. look out for number one and all that and you know it's like i said it's easy to lose sight of what's really important right that's true that is so true mm-hmm. well that's that's awesome that is that is awesome um <laughs> and where can anybody who's listening find your book purchase it what how do they find you guys what well we're we're on every social media platform i think um <laughs> <laughs> everything i'm on i'm not on tiktok okay um so you're not gonna see any videos um it's i am delicia e that's everywhere and then um our website you can order the book at deliciaeasily.com you can order it at newlifegcsc.org. Um, you can order it on Amazon, an ebook, as well as print. You can order it from our publishers directly at bookstoliveby.com. So we're in a virtual world right now, so it literally yeah. is everywhere. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I think yeah. that, that's it. And my dad, he's on, he's Dr. Dexter Easley on Facebook is where I think he resides the most. Um, he's on Instagram as NLCF3. Um, but yeah, you can reach out to him via Facebook, Instagram, and then he'll forward the message to me. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And do you guys, so hey, do you I guys. Heard that, I heard that. I've been, you've really been doing well with this interview. I mean, you've really taken over. That's great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. good. Taking initiative. <laughs> And and do you guys you guys travel? Uh, I know that the the intro there is traveling. You know where do you guys travel to? Where where have you guys been so far? Well, I've been we we are well we were planning to do a travel tour together, and due to the current situation, we cannot go a lot of those places. Yeah. Um, we I've been a missionary since I was twelve years old, so I've traveled to many different countries and my dad has as well as well we've uh, ministered together mainly in the u.s but the plan is to go to our other countries <laughs> where, yeah. our, where yeah. we've been invited but we can't right now but yeah that's awesome yeah normally yeah normally i travel right around 60 to seventy thousand miles year in speaking and conferences and things of that nature so we yeah we just got kind of on this lockdown right now so yeah uh it really is not uh and then like she said we did i did we go out of countries my uh three countries that i spoke focus on is kenya and uh Burkina faso and india so those are the three matter of fact we i built uh we well we built a, a school in india so um nice yeah and uh yeah and so those are some of the things that we we, we have done other and and we want to do when all of this is over with we can start back traveling together and stuff like that well. awesome well let us know when you guys are in orlando and uh we'll come see oh, wow. you guys we'll yeah. check you guys out sure sure yeah, yeah. sure i will definitely let you know um uh really really close uh we'll definitely let you know yeah, yeah. Got, i mean we're keeping uh, in touch from now yeah. on so <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right 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 yeah. right right and uh before we go What's maybe, what's the one thing you would tell uh, any, 
you know, father, daughter, father, son, mother, daughter, you know, any, any relationship where there's that friction, that disconnect, what's the one thing that you would tell them uh, to, you know, that might encourage them to kind of just get over that and, and reach out? Well, you can I'll go, go first this time. Wow, I'll go first this time and then let you cut in. Um, one thing is this, is that I would like to tell them that it is worth it. It is worth the push past the wall, the unforgiveness, the hurt, the pain, the rejection. It is worth it because there's nothing like kindred relationship that God has ordained, especially with your family. Whatever relationship that you're in, it's that resolve, that coming together is so rewarding and so strengthened. The Word of God declares that we are better and stronger together as one as we come together in agreement. So I truly believe that if we push past those things that may upset those that may call us to split up, to bring it back together, that there's a resolve and there is a healing that goes forth that you just cannot uh, exempt from. And it also says that there's power in agreement. So when I come together in agreement, there is tremendous power. This power that God gives us is it, it goes it, it transitions through all of our lives or transcend through all of our lives and be able to be a blessing. My life is better as a result of Delisha being in my life. And my life hopefully her life is better because I'm in her life as well. And I know that that is the main key. So I truly want to encourage those that say, hey, it, it, I, I, you just don't know what I've been through. You don't know the pain that I'm asking you right now and, and, and declaring that you can actually be healed by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and allow him to heal that. And then watch what happens as you come together. It's so dynamic when you see it um, with sons, uh, daughters, uh, 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 husbands, wives, all those relationships are mendable. You know, and uh, and uh, this one thing I will say uh, as I close and give it over to Delisha is that there are also two walls in relationships, and those walls that are in relationships are there because of either hurt or pain. Sometimes it don't have to be hurt or pain. It could be security and whatever that wall is. But when you're able to look over that wall and speak to that person on the other side of that wall and say, listen, I'm not going to harm you. I'm not going to do anything that's going to cause you to feel uncomfortable, but I want to just for us to get together and talk. And that wall will start coming down and you'll be able to reach that point. So that's my thing. I want to encourage you to do it. Uh, I don't care if it's over years. I don't care how long it's been. Do it and watch what God does in the midst of it. Felicia? Yes. Um, for me, I, it's two things. I would encourage people to um, do it scared. It's a book that mm-hmm. I read wow. in there by... The author Scott Allen and and do it anyway because you you can't wait on a perfect time you can't wait for you to be perfect no one's gonna be perfect but just do it anyway um, and then also I wanted to read Ephesians three and twenty it says now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. That when you have God and you have the Holy Spirit living within you, you have to understand that power and that he can do anything that seems like it's never going to be done. It seems like that relationship is never going to be mended. It seems like you're never going to be able to forgive or any of that. Just know that God is able to do that Mm -hmm. because he has the power. And that is it. Amen. That's good. Awesome. Well, guys. All right. 
Thanks well, for thank being on uh, Like Father, Like Daughter podcast. And, uh, you know, maybe we can have you back on sometime. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds oh, good. Oh, we'd love to. It's nice thank meeting you guys. You, guys. So much. you too. Nice meeting you guys. Y'all such a blessing. Amen. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. And that was Delicia and Dr. Dexter Easley. Yeah. Our guests. Wow, that was uh that it's was pretty powerful. That was powerful. That was good. Yeah, it was. That that was that was way better than I expected to yeah. be honest. That went really well. Yeah. Um and you know, it's not like we had any practice, right? No, we did not. <laughs> um well, they were also you know, great guests. So they made it very easy for us. So thank you again, uh, Dr. Dexter Easley and Delisha for coming on the show. Yeah. Um, and in closing, um, we just want to thank again, thank everybody who listens. Thank everybody who shares everyone who's gone to Apple podcasts, who's written a review Everyone who's visited our website, who has, you know, messaged us, subscribed to us, um, everyone that is sponsoring us, you know, whether it's a one-time donation or a monthly sponsorship, thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you all. God bless everyone. Um, I'm very excited to see where this podcast goes next yeah same all right and uh where could they find us you guys can find us at like father like daughter podcast.com or reach out to us at 407-749-1195 and that's a wrap guys Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Like Father, Like Daughter podcast. See See you next time. time.